I'm Patty Teal. And I'm Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Scam Squad is up next. Sound off. One, two. Sound off. Three, four. One, two, three, four. Scam Squad. Welcome, Vicki. What do you have for us today? Hi, Patty. Well, today I actually have some good news and some bad news, and I think I'll start first with the good news. About two weeks ago, the United States Justice Department had a press conference, and they announced what they described as a coordinated law enforcement action against more than 250 people who had victimized more than 1 million elder Americans. Now, these perpetrators came from many different countries, and the victims were located in every state here in our country. The announcement said that these fraudsters caused losses of more than $600 million. Wow, that's a lot of money. But this is really good news. Does this mean our federal government is focusing on some of these scams you've been telling us about? Apparently, and that really is the good news, the acting deputy director of the FBI described elder fraud as a serious and growing threat. And in this news conference, he encouraged others who have been defrauded to come forward. He said that these fraudsters view our seniors as prime targets. Wow, that is really scary. What kinds of crimes did these perpetrators allegedly commit? Well, a a wide variety and some local, including investment fraud, reverse mortgage scams, theft by financial advisors, caregivers, family members. But some of these crimes were the online and telemarketing scams that we've been talking about, like the lottery scams, the romance scams, grandparent and IRS imposter scams, and, and many others. So reporting these scams does sometimes result in these crooks being caught. Remind us again how to report scams. Yes, and this is really important because, as you said, sometimes our reporting does result in some action. And you can report two places, as I've said before, to the FBI at www ic3.gov, so that's I as in ICE, C as in CAT, the number 3.gov, ic3.gov, and also to the Federal Trade Commission, which is FTC, Federal Trade Commission, ftc.gov. So this sweep and these arrests were as a result in part of lots of people taking the time to make these reports. But you also said you had some bad news. I'm afraid to ask. What's that? Well, this came from another FBI public service announcement that came out February 1st of this year. Apparently, the crooks are now scamming victims by impersonating agents from the Internet Crime Complaint Center, or IC3. So these scammers emailed victims asking for additional information under the guise that they were going to be able to get them some restitution. Wow. So now the scammers are pretending to be FBI agents? Yep. And they're sending very lengthy emails with the heading Internet Crime Center or IC3. The email goes on to say, that the FBI has just closed a case on a Nigerian national who was arrested in Atlanta and that this person was the head of a big crime ring operating out of many countries. 
sounds like a case you told us about earlier, where a scammer from Africa was arrested when he came into London. That's right. So the email is believable for that reason, since this case got a lot of publicity. The email goes on to say, our records indicate that you have been a victim of fraud because your contact details were found on several devices belonging to the perpetrator. And then it says that each victim has been awarded $1,459,910. So at this point, it gets really suspicious. Most victims aren't scammed out of nearly that much money. So what do you have to do to get that money? Well, according to the email, you're given the name of a private law firm to contact. And then, of course, once you contact that supposed law firm, you're asked to provide all kinds of personal information. Wow. And you've told us that's a big red flag. You should never give personal information online unless you are the one making the contact. Absolutely. And I want to emphasize this. If you make a report to IC3 or the Federal Trade Commission, you will be asked to give whatever information you have about the scam you are reporting. You're going to be asked to give things like the name of the subject, the name of the company, the email address, the phone number, the account information of any financial institutions where you were asked to deposit funds. But they're not going to ask you for a lot of personal information about your own bank accounts. Ah, that's a really good tip. So the information you give to IC3 will be mainly about the perpetrator, not your personal financial information. That's correct. And remember, since you made the contact, you're giving out the information to somebody you know, not the other way around. And one thing I want to, to remind your listeners about again, if you did fall victim to a scam and you sent money through Western Union, you can file a claim to get that money back by going to ftc.gov front slash WU. The WU stands for Western Union. And you have until May 31st to file the claim. So I'd really encourage you to do that if you have been scammed and if you sent the money through Western Union. Absolutely. Thanks for reminding our listeners about that, Vicki. I really appreciate it. Well, if anyone knows about a scam that you haven't reported on yet, how can they get a hold of you? My number, once again, is area code 805 568 Thank you so much, Vicki. Until next week. Thank you, Patty. Bye-bye.